Y'all listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. Today is real simple. For everybody that's trying to become successful on any level, in any arena, any genre, I don't care what it is, if you're trying to be successful, this message is for you. Let me help you understand something real clear. You ain't gonna make it the way you want to And you're not going to make it to the heights that's fully out there and available for you without God. I'm just going to keep it real simple and clean for you today. You're not going to make it the way you want to. And you're not going to get to the heights that's available to you without God. You have to get this through your head. You can try it if you want to, because I did. I'm here to tell you, I am talking purely from experience here. You can try it without God, and you can see how far you can get. Will you have some measures of success? Of course you will. Will it feel like days like you might make it? Of course you will. But let me ask you a question, though. What you going to do about them days when you feel like you ain't going to make it? When you going to do about them days where it feel like there are no answers to your questions? What you going to do about them days? What you going to do about them days when everybody laughing at you and turn against you? What you going to do about them days when you just don't see no way through it? What you going to do about them days? I got the sunshine. You know, sunshine, cool. Everybody got friends when it's sunny outside. You want some friends? Hit the lotto. You want to get rid of them friends? Go ask for some help. Man, I'm talking about, man, they scatter like roaches when lights come on. I'm trying to tell you. So now, here, here we go again. You can do this without God now, because I've done it. 
and you can have yourself some measure of success. Let me even hip you to a little bit closer, though. Let me tell you why you are doing it without God and having some measure of success. Can I tell you why? Because of God's grace and mercy to us. Because of his grace and mercy trying to keep us in spite of ourselves for the real mission that he really got for us. See, that's the truth of the matter now. Now what we talking about now, Steve. See, so, yeah, yeah, you can do it without God, and you can have some measure of success without God. And, yeah, you know, you know, yeah, you got your little degree and everything. Or yeah, you completed the program, got all that, yada, yada, yada. But don't you know something? It's because of God's grace and mercy that he helps us anyway, when, even when we ain't asking for help, when he bails us out anyway, when we ain't even asking to be bailed out. You know why? Because he loves us that much that he would allow us to exist until we get our mind together where he could take us away, really trying to take us. Let's get this real straight and clear today. You can do this without God if you want to. But I am telling you, to get to where you really want to be and to be all that God has for you, you've got to have God. There's no ifs, ands, buts about it. And let me tell you this here. I don't really care what nobody done told you. Are you listening to me? I don't care what they say. Don't get this thing twisted. They got these people out here talking about they Illuminati's and all this. Here. Man, don't, don't listen to me. Don't get caught in this mess. Don't get caught in no foolishness. You were created by God. God created you and your soul. We were all created in his image. All of us. Don't get to talking about you finna cut a deal with the, with the devil and all. You ain't cutting no deal with nobody, man. The devil don't do deals. He one-sided. I'm taking you to hell. You going to hell. You are burning hell. That's his deal. I want your soul. I want you to lose hope. I want you to take your life. I want you to take some other people's lives. I want you to feel hopeless. I want you to realize that there ain't no God. That's his whole deal. His whole deal is negative. Oh, he can talk you into dealing drugs if you want to, but let me tell you something about this. I watch these shows all the time. Drug, ink, and all this here, cocaine, mafia, everybody on now. Go to jail or get killed. Our prisons is filled today with our young boys because they thought they could outslick the system. They thought they had a way. They thought. They sitting up in here and they fell for the old cliche, man, I got to do what I got to do. I got to get this money. Well, the only reason you got to do what you got to do is because, like I say all the time, you didn't do what you were supposed to do. It is but because of his grace and mercy that we exist. And God is just taking care of you, looking out for you. Got some angels encamped around you until you get your mind right so he can get you where you're going. But now I want you to understand something. There's a cost and a consequence and a penalty for everything we do that's outside the will of God. That's for all of us. All of us have consequences penalties and everything that we got to deal with outside of the will of God. Understand that clearly. Don't get this thing twisted sideways. You understand me? You know, I heard a a young man tell me one day, he said, "Uh, Steve, you know, man, I just don't see how God looking out for me. If he would allow all these things to happen to me, I'm having such a hard time in my life. I really don't see how there's a God looking out for me. I looked at a young man. I said, let me ask you something, man. You still breathing? He said, yeah, I'm standing here talking to you. I said, you're still free. He said, what you mean? I said, you ain't locked up, are you? He said, no, I'm standing here talking to you. I said, where you get them clothes from? I bought them. I said, well, you bought them with what? I bought them with money. I said, where you get the money from, young man? He said, I got a job, Mr. Harvey. I got a job. I said, well, well, where you live, though? He said, I got an apartment. 
I said, well, where you get the apartment from? Mr. Harvey, I'm working. I got an apartment. I got a job. I said, oh, okay. Okay. So now this this God ain't looking out for you thing. Fin- finish telling me what you're telling me. Well, see, man, I'm having it real hard right now. I said, hey, hey, man, are you, are you hungry? You Have you had lunch yet? He said, yeah, 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 you already had lunch yet. I, I said, oh, okay, okay. So go on, finish telling me about this, how God ain't looking out for you. He he said, oh, and you know, man, every every time I try to do something, it seemed like it go wrong for me. I said, but let, let, let me ask something, man. I said, every time it go wrong for you, I say somehow you survive it. He said, yeah, yeah, I, I survive it some kind of way, but it still be all messed up for me. I said, but but you still got through it, though. He said, yeah. I said, okay, man, go on, finish telling me how, how, how God ain't looking out for you. And he stopped. He said, hey, Mr. Harvey, he said, how come every time I tell you something that's going wrong, you keep telling me God looking out for me? I said, because you're still here, man. I said, see, you don't understand it. I said, you seem to think that you're supposed to just, you're supposed to skate through life, that it's all supposed to go how you want it, any kind of way. I said, man, these is the test of your faith. I said, God looking out for you the whole time. I said, every time you tell me something going wrong, you seem to turn around and tell me how you survived it. You keep telling me what ain't going right, but you keep telling me all these things you have. I said, man, so what you got to do is you got to stop looking at the what you ain't got column and start focusing on the what you do have column. But if you ain't happy with nothing he done done for you, you want him to keep piling stuff on? I said, you failing the test, young man. The test is, are you grateful for where you are right now so I could give you more so we can move forward? He said, oh, man, I never even looked at it like that. I said, well, why don't you take your blessed self on somewhere and sit down? He said, man, I think I'm going to go on over here and let you finish talking. I said, thank you, son. Sometimes you just got to look at what you do got, folks. That's all it is, okay? You can't make it without God, y'all. You got me today? All right, let's be clear. Let's go. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies, gentlemen, um, I think that's it for today. That's all I'm talking to. <laughs> just ladies and gentlemen. That's it. Hey, no thanks animals. for coming, guys. Hey, uh, thanks for coming. Love you. Have a night. Have a great weekend. <laughs> What's up, Shirley? Hey, Steve. Carla Pharrell. Happy Friday. Hey, Steve. Yeah, happy Friday. That's right, Shirley. What's up, Kier? <laughs> What's up, Unc? You know I'm here. Mr. Brown. What up, Steve Hobby? What is going on, man? It is Friday. Watch out there now, boy. Yeah. My hero right there. Yeah. My dude. Somebody's hero somewhere, man. Yes. I am. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, man, is you, is you going to get that chair from up there at the studio? Yes, I am going to get that chair. Yeah, because they keep chair. texting me about what Jay Steve Harvey do. gave me that chair and I'm going to put it in the Jay okay, spot. Okay, well, yes, get it. Because they stop it. texting yeah, I'm me. I'm going to get it. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. My man is not here. Team Tommy is not here. No one told me he wasn't going to be here. We can't work like this. When he's not here, I need to know. Okay? <laughs> okay. We well, yeah. no, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I hear you. Tommy ain't here. Now, see? <laughs> now, now, now I'm shocked. I'm shocked. You're yeah. gonna be all right though, yeah. right? No, you can't. Oh, no. Yeah, oh, I don't know. It doesn't sound like it. I'll tell you right now, you can take off now. Yes. Hey. Can I just say this? This is worse than leukemia. This right here is worse than leukemia. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was gonna ask you, do you really have it? I don't think Seriously. Because so. you don't act like it. No, he don't. I do he have said it. it's worse than Tommy not do. here. I do have it. I do. That's have worse it. than Tommy not being here. This is worse. <laughs> You're so crazy, Jay. But see, man, here go the crazy part, oh, no, though. Tommy not uh-huh. being here. That <laughs> joke that Jay just told, uh-huh. Uh-huh. which was in great taste for the position that he's in. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Someone will tweet 
about how un yeah, it's offensive they offensive got offensive mm-hmm. as unthoughtful of him because mm-hmm. people now man they are trip I was watching the stuff uh, you all told me about Tyler Perry's post mm-hmm. uh-huh. and I didn't get it I thought what he said was a great teaching moment. I did too. I I, I I thought it was a perfect teaching moment. I could not believe how people took that, man. I commented. They ate me up, yes. I heard. I didn't yes, read Charlie. the comments, yeah, but I heard yeah. they ate me you up. You stay off of uh-huh. comments. <laughs> yeah. you well, and the I other it, problem. I agree with you, Steve. I thought it was a great teaching moment, Yeah. you know, no, for, for the young lady. The other problem with me is when people see me, they say, you don't look like you sick. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I'm supposed to look. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you out of you out of you out of costume, Jay. Yeah. <laughs> you don't look like you sick. You don't look yeah. like you sick. And you certainly don't act like it. Uh, well, yeah, I'm sick. man. But I just I just didn't think that that was. I mean, you know, I. Man, it's but what what has really happened here is, it's it's really my belief that social media mm-hmm. has opened it up where you now are privy to the opinions of everybody. No matter what you say. And guess what, man? There's some different people out there. <laughs> they ain't, there's some people out there, man, ain't trying to grow, learn, or know. All right. We're going to move no on. No, Lord. Coming up next, your favorite segment, Steve. You can't get enough of Ask Steve. Or Ask Me. Yeah, so uh, we're going to do Ask Steve coming up at 32 after, and that's right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time for Ask Steve. Uh, Steve, you ready? Ready, as always. All right, and as always, please keep your answer short. So we can get more questions in. Thank you. I love you. Could have been one right there. (laughs) All right, here. All right, Steve, have you ever, like, um, gotten an injury or something like that, and then you lied about how it actually happened because it was just too embarrassing for you to tell the truth? No, never have. I always knew. Most of it was people with me when I got hurt, so I couldn't (laughs) lie. Yeah, okay. No. I always had people with me, man. Accountability people. Yeah, well, well, they weren't accountability, but they was my partner. Uh Mm-hmm. Yeah, they ain't accountable for nothing. They they, they wrote the jokes about you falling. Uh, no. Uh, oh, no, no, no. Uh, uh, all right, Junior, let's go. All right, uh, I know you, you're a little older now. And, and I just want to know, uh, what, yeah. what is hey, the noise? Junior, uh-huh. I can still whoop your ass. Yeah, yes, you can, sir. And I, I know that. I worked out with you. Yes, you can. Yeah, okay, go Okay, ahead. but I'm just saying, uh, what is the noise that instantly irritates you? A noise? Yeah. Mm. Instantly. Oh. Uh, because your nerves are bad. Your nerves are bad. Yeah, he's zero to 60. He really is. Tanya <laughs> and Monica's voice. <laughs> Instantly. Uh-uh. Instant. Soon, right there. <laughs> hey, boss. Oh, Lord. What, girl? Yeah. Instant. Mm-hmm. All right, come on, Carla. Well, see, what do you get very defensive about? Oh, I know this. Uh, my wife. Yep. Yeah. My yep. mama. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. My kids. Uh-huh. Yeah. Gotcha. And, 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 and everything else you got. 
any, any, anything in that arena, uh-huh. and and I'm tight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. real tight. All told, Matt uh-huh. Tech. Yeah. All told, Matt. I love it. All right, thank you for keeping your answers succinct, Steve. Yes. We appreciate it. Uh, that way, we can get more questions in. Uh, Jay Anthony Brown, you have okay, a question for very our fearless leader. And, and this this is a follow up of something you said a couple of weeks ago. Oh, um, everybody knows or maybe not know that I'm going through leukemia and when you deal with it, you lose your hair. So what I'm asking you as a friend, no. as a good friend that we've been knowing each other. <laughs> That's a question. You said no. no. A good friend. I want you to give me half of your mustache because you got a lot of mustache. You, you could just shave one side off and then stay to that side all the time when you talk. And then I'll have another half. That's what a friend would do. And I'm I'll tell you, you what I'll do. I'll give you my mustache clippings. <laughs> I trim it down That's once a week. Jay. Yeah, I'm going to give you the clippings. I'm going to put them in a little napkin up. and you're going to put them on your face. <laughs> Next question. All right. Uh, what's your motto in life, Steve? What is your, what's the creed, the code that you live by? Do what you say you're going to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's and, number one. Yeah. Second, I shall fear no man but God. Okay. All right. I like it. my two creeds. All right. Come on, Junior. Uh, What about you that would never change? Just Mm. something about you that would never change. Uh... I probably just ain't going to be no punk ass dude. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. That's my dude. No, for real, dog. I just, I'm just dude. not finna be no little punk ass dude. That ain't finna happen. And nothing? No, sir. In no shape or form of it will I ever be some little punk ass little dude. Money ain't got nothing. nothing to do with it. No, sir. No, sir. No, sir. Okay. I don't care right. what country I'm in. No, what, this what is no. The, 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 the hood is available twenty four seven. Always ready to fight. Ready. I, mean, I don't want to fight. I'm just saying I don't want to fight. But the hood is available twenty four seven. It doesn't get any better no. or any no. different. The older he gets, the older no. he gets, the more he's zero to six. Yeah. No Stuck yeah. on it, man. I don't even know how to be no other way. Jay, Sorry. Did, didn't you hear him say right. he was going to whoop my ass at the beginning yeah. of the season? Just for no jump, reason, right. though. Come for on. No well, reason. you know, you ain't here talking about you older now. You know? So <laughs> what, 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 what that means? But you didn't even know the question. Yet. I ain't yeah. got to know the question. He uh, just said no to me before I even got my question. Okay, Steve, and know. let me point this out. I think this is a good time to point this out. We are your friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we love you. We're your supporters. Okay, just a reminder. Just a oh, reminder. Yeah. Okay. All right, I got a question. All right, come All right, on, Carla. What is the saddest song, Steve, you've ever heard? Girl, you know I, 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 I really love you. Yeah, uh-huh. Oh, I yeah, thought that was going to be it. No yeah. matter what you do. <laughs> and I Man, he sings it for you. hope that you understand me. <laughs> Every word I say is true. That's my jam, man. That's the best, the most emotionally sang love song in the world. Mm, The best written love song of all time. And he can still sing it at 60-something years. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Steve, for that. Uh, Jay, you have another question for All right. Now, for for years, I have been calling you zero to 60 because you are zero to 60. Boom. Without a doubt. Bring it out there. Boom. (laughs) Is there is there a little Steve inside of Steve that goes, Steve, 
Chill out. Don't go there. Is there is there a Steve oh. inside? Is there a regulator? No, there, but a no, filter? No, a filter, it, not, Jay? No, not in me, but my wife. <laughs> See, yeah. he doesn't have one. Uh-uh. Yeah, uh-uh. yeah, my wife is. <laughs> Sometimes my son will go, Dad, Dad, come on. Man. <laughs> my son, Steve, Steve will go, Dad. Dad, come on, man. Wow. You can get on his nerves. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, he better not say it, though. Yeah, I know he can't. I, I wish the hell he would say I'm getting on his nerves. No, he yeah. yeah, I get on your nerves, you're going to get off my payroll. How about that? Uh, always with the threats, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. You know what, Uncle, that would be true, though? You consistent. You is the same yeah. everywhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, let's close it out this way. What makes you happy, Steve? Can you give it to us in a short <sighs> yeah, yeah. sentence? He got one word. Yeah. Yeah. I like I like I like sex, Shirley. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna be real with you. All right. Yeah, I'm just gonna keep it real right, one hundred. I'm glad I asked. Just as a Christian I'm American. With you on that one. He said, as yeah. a Christian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, <laughs> I'm glad I asked. Uh, with, coming up. Or without somebody, I love sex. <laughs> <laughs> coming up, uh, the nephew's out, but Junior's in. Run that prank back right after this at 44 after the hour. Huh? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, Golden State Warriors part owner Mark Stevens has been banned from the NBA for one year. We'll tell you about that. But right now, the nephew's out, but Junior's in with Run That Prank Back. What you got, Junior? Huh? Adult daycare. (laughs) Ah, Let me say it one time. Adult daycare. Oh, it's too much to be time. Run it, cat. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach Miss Sharon, please. Yes, this is Sharon. Miss Sharon, this, uh, my name is Evan. I'm giving you a call from uh, Adult Daycare. Okay. My name is Evan, and I, I, I got your number and all your information here on file. Um, it looks like you're going to be joining us starting on Monday, so we're excited to have you. And I, was, I wanted to just give you a call and kind of give you the lay of the land of what we have here and, and how you, how much fun you're going to have being here most of the day uh, with us. So from my, my understanding, you're going to be here probably the majority of this year. What are you talking, what are you talking about being there? Where? Being where? Here at the, the adult daycare. Adult daycare. Where? Where's that? What are you talking about? Okay. Evan? You, is that what you said your name is? Evan? My name my name is Evan. Yes, ma'am. And, and okay. your daughter is Diane? Diane. That's my daughter. You know my daughter? Yes. yes. Well, she's the one that has you signed up. You're going to be at the adult daycare, so I'm assuming she's going to be dropping you off every morning. I don't and know what the hell you're was... talking about, Evan. Evan, hang on a second, all right? First of all, I don't know who you are. You don't know who I am. I don't know how the f- you know who my daughter is, but this is this is really uh, inappropriate and weird. And like you trying to get what do you what do you want? Okay. You want money well, from me? Are you like a solicitor? No, 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 ma'am. No, 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 not at all, Miss Sharon. No, I'm, your daughter has signed you up to be yeah. here at the adult daycare during the day, so yeah. she's going to. I don't know what you're talking about. There's no way she would do that. Adult daycare? What do I need adult daycare for? For what? For well, what? evidently, are you home alone most of the time during the day? Who cares if I'm home alone? Who's a, why are you asking me that? You trying to break into my house? No. Well, I, I don't no, know no. who you are, man. 
I don't know who the are. Okay. Look, I'm hooked up to that uh, 911 stuff thing. Like, I could just do a panic call right now, and they'll trace this call, and they will come to you and arrest you because you're harassing me. No, right? no, 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 no. Okay, Miss Sharon, I'm not harassing you. Your daughter, Diane, came in and yes, signed Diane. you up. Yes, she signed you up for, to go to this daycare Monday through yeah. Friday while she's at yeah. work. So she's going to be dropping you off, and then she'll pick you up in the evenings on her way home from work. I don't, know, I don't know where you got that from. I don't know who told you that. Yeah, you got my daughter's name, and this is really freaking me out, you know, a little bit over here, Ivan. Because I don't know why you know my name, you know my daughter's name. Uh, this is like... I- the only reason I, I know you all's name, Miss Sharon, is because she came in and gave all the information, and she has paid for you to come to the adult daycare on a daily basis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. Yeah, I hear you. Hey, Evan, you know what? You sound like a nice guy. You know what I mean? Like, you're smooth. You got a nice voice. You're, you're, you know, like you know what to say. I don't know who the hell you are, though. I don't know what you're talking about. I, I, you know what I, I mean? Know like, I'm I, not going to no daycare center. I'm not going to a daycare center. Okay, I'm not going to say because I'm fine. Just get that through your head. There's nothing wrong with me. I stay home. I got a dog. I walk the dog. I go grocery shopping. My daughter comes over. Everything's fine. I don't need no daycare center. Okay. Well, you understand I, what I'm saying, is Evan? There, is, there, is there a reason why she would sign you up, ma'am? She must think no, she must be not. looking out for your, your the best, you know, your health. Let me ask I don't you know. something. Let me ask you. Are you single? Am I what? Are you single? Are you married? What, what does that have to do with anything? I, I'm not coming to no daycare center, all right, Evan? Like, if you want to come to my house and you what, want to see is, how I live, you can. Uh, uh, I'm, no, I don't. I'm I, switching I, this sh- I'm switching it up. Okay, I don't need to come to your home. I'm more concerned about making sure you're comfortable here at the adult daycare when you get here on Monday. Yeah, I'm not coming there. That's it. I'm not coming there because there's nothing wrong with me. I'm not coming out of my house. But I'll tell you okay. what, Evan. You, I don't know. Like I, I like your voice. I just like your voice. You know what uh, I mean? Miss, wait a minute, Miss Shane. How long? Wait. Uh, How old are you? Uh, How old are you? Um, I'm fifty. Fifty. You ever been with an eighty-nine-year-old lady? Wow. Wow. I'm eighty-nine, and you sound really nice. That's oh, all. Like, uh, at first I was scared of you. At first I was, to be honest. I was scared of you. And now I'm not. Like, I don't know why. I'm just not. You know what I mean? Like, you just sound nice. Uh, yeah. Um, I, well, I don't know who you uh, are, but. Okay. So, uh, well, this okay, is. Will you be there? Is, will you be at the daycare this, center? Like you. Because I, I like to meet you. I, I'll, I'll be at the daycare when you arrive on Monday, but I mean, I'm not, uh, Miss Sharon, I, I won't be able to, I'm, oh, I'm, I like that, Miss Sharon, that's nice, oh, go ahead, go ahead, okay, so, should I, should I reach out to Diane about this yeah, whole yeah, issue? reach out to her, reach out to her, sure, reach out to her, okay, but you're not gonna, like it, yeah, go ahead, you're not gonna come in Monday, I might, I might, I might, I might, I don't know. If you're going to be there, I just might. But, but Shannon, it's not about me. It's about you coming in, and you're gonna. this is where you're going to be. 
uh, Monday through Friday from yeah. 10. All right. Listen. You know, and, there's, 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 there's yeah, other people your age here. There's, there's a lot of ladies your age and a lot of ladies. men your age like, here. I'm not into ladies. I'm not into ladies. I'm not into ladies. I'm not I didn't. I, I'm not trying. Yeah. Not into it. I'm into, I'm into you. Okay. Um, yeah, I think it's a situation like your, your, your daughter doesn't want you to be by yourself. Listen, yeah. Could you? Could I call you back? Can, Can you I call, call you back? back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let oh. me call you back. Let me call oh. you back in a couple of minutes. I'm on the and I got pulled my off of the thing. This is the first this has ever happened to me. Okay, uh, Miss Sharon, can I tell you who I am? Evan. I am nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your daughter, Diane, got me to prank call you, but I promise you, you're different. You're oh. different. <laughs> I promise you I'm different. I promise you I'm different. You're related that, to Steve Harvey, like the guy on TV? That, that's my Get uncle. Get out of here. He is gorgeous. Evan, call me back, all right? Oh, call me back. Okay. okay. All right. Oh. Okay. I love you. Oh my God. <laughs> Man, you the good. Come on. Come on. I need it. All right. Thank you, Junior N, for Tommy. Coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment news right after this. Boy, I'm the greatest. Y'all ain't did enough for me. Boy, I can't. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. So in today's trending sports entertainment news, the NBA has banned Golden State Warriors part owner Mark Stevens for one year from attending NBA games. Now, this comes after he pushed Toronto ball player Kyle Lowry uh, during game three of the NBA finals. Did you guys see that? This was yeah, crazy. I saw, I saw it, too. Saw uh, it. Steve, you said you saw it, right? Yeah, I saw it, man. I, I, I didn't understand why he did it. It was, was the most pointless. And, and I didn't know he was the owner until you just said it. I thought he was just a fan. I did too at first. On courtside court seats mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that was yeah. just being a butthole. Like, I push, hey. And I went, damn. But the brother, he played it just right. Though. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So in addition to the one-year ban, Steve, uh, Mark Stevens was also fined $500,000, half a million dollars for pushing Lowry during the game um, after Lowry dove into the crowd trying to save a loose ball. That's all he was trying to do. Right. Yeah, an NBA spokesperson said Stevens' conduct has no place in our league. And uh, here is the full statement from the NBA. A team representative must be held to the highest possible standard, and the conduct of Golden State Warriors investor Mark Stevens last night was beyond unacceptable and has no place in our league. As a re- as the review of this matter continues, Mr. Stevens will not be permitted to attend NBA games. Now, <laughs> good. Yeah. Now, for a year. For a That's year. all through the next playoffs. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, get some snacks at home. Which is the reason his little punk behind got the little money together so he could walk around and say he a part owner. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. I don't think that he's a majority owner. Oh, no, he's my daughter. Yeah, find out who that is, Junior. You the sports right guy. Find out who the majority owner is. But I, he was saying, and the, the lady that was next to him, I don't know if it was what, she was trying to calm it down. Oh, no, he's okay. He's okay. Mm-hmm. No, no man, he Larry, Larry said, no. 
He pushed me. Yeah, he, he did. He pushed me. I didn't do anything. He deliberately. You don't touch a player. Yeah. You don't touch a player. Yeah. You're playing the game. What's and, wrong with you? And, <laughs> right. And LeBron uh, got mad about it, too. Uh, he said there is no place in the NBA for that type of contact to occur. Uh, he went on to say, just think to yourself. And I love this. What He said, what if Kyle Lowry would have reacted and put his hands back on him? You guys would be going crazy calling for him to darn near be put in jail, let alone being oh, yeah. suspended for the rest of the finals, all because he was protecting himself. So that's a great point yeah. LeBron made. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because ah. you know if it was reverse. Oh, absolutely. Oh, oh, you can't even. They'd be showing right. this be on CNN. Yeah, he'd hey. be banned for Breaking life, news. not a year, a, lo- a lifetime. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, like LeBron said, possibly jail. Yeah. Yeah. I could have yeah, for sure. Hey, oh. hey, uh. Yeah. Joseph LaCobb is the owner. Him and Peter Gruber are the yeah. majority owner. Uh, yeah. Mark Stevens is just an investor. Yeah, yeah that's for He's sure. not even an owner. He's just an investor. investor. Well, you're going to invest at the house for you. <laughs> yeah, you get some oh, they showing it right. Get that pantry yeah. filled up. He's going to be an investor. Yeah. What'd you say? Your hands on oh. a player like that. Yeah, that was, was crazy. I and yeah, why would you do that? But it was un- who, it was so unnecessary. It was so it, unnecessary. It didn't make no sense. And then the face he made and all yeah, that. You know, yeah, like, I you, saw the face. But you know yeah. what, man? You little tough punk. You did that because you knew you was in front of 15,000 people. Yeah. Tough punk. And on top of that, <laughs> you was two people over. Yeah. So you had to reach over yeah. and push him. And push him. So it was very yeah. deliberate. He, he knew what he was doing. Yeah. He planned it. Yeah. yeah. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, guys, today would have been Prince's 61st birthday. So I got to ask wow, you, Steve. Man, yeah, man. yeah, 61st, right? He's been gone for, what, three years now. And um, today would have been a 61st. So I got to ask you, Steve, and I, I think I know the answer to this already, but what's your favorite uh, Prince song? And I what's do. your. Yeah, I knew that. And, and have you seen him in concert? Yeah. yeah. What? And what was your favorite <laughs> memory? <laughs> <laughs> Man, I got to sit up. What? I seen him in concert. Shirley, that's all I did. Don't you I went question. to concert. Yeah. Oh, I got famous. I went I to concert. I know. So tell us about your, because uh, you know oh, wait, you wait, wait, wait. I'm going to tell you a great one. Mm-hmm. This is the greatest Prince story I got. I was backstage at the Apollo Theater. They, was doing, they were doing a tribute to Patti LaBelle. Uh-huh. So Mariah Carey was next. This is a really cool moment with Mariah Carey. Mm-hmm. So Mariah Carey's about to go up. There's a rumble at the back door of the Apollo. I'm standing in the hallway. I'm at the podium looking at the monitors. Very cramped back there. All of a sudden, Prince walks in. And everybody's backstage just, oh my God, Prince yeah. is here. Yeah. This is the Apollo Theater in Harlem, man. He said, where's my man? He said, Steve, what's happening? He said, I want to go and surprise Patty. Now, keep in mind, Mariah Carey's next. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he said, but I only got a few minutes, man. I just want to do something, man. What you think I ought to do? Because mm-hmm. we had done a couple things before in the past. Mariah Carey said, oh, my God. <laughs> Prince. It's Prince. Prince going to go in front of me. Oh, Lord, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Somebody go get me some more hair. <laughs> And, and, give, and give me some glitter. Get some more glitter. I need some more glitter and some more hair. She was funny, man. And then I told Prince, I said, Prince, this is what y'all do, man. Before I bring out the next act, mm-hmm. I'm going to walk off stage. I want you to walk out on the black stage. He had on high heel shoes. Of course. 
pants. Some yellow pants. Uh-huh. But he had a cane because his hemp was hemp, hemp yeah. was going bad. Yeah. He walked out in the middle of that stage in the pitch black. People started, they just kind of knew it was him. He wasn't scheduled to be on the show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was a surprise. But his silhouette is so unique. Yeah. The crowd started going, hell no, that Prince. The <laughs> lights came up. He spun, popped his cane on the ground, spun and caught it in the air. I said, I'll be damned. That's the Prince. <laughs> the crowd went wild. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, Steve. <laughs> oh, wow. All right. Well, listen, uh, <laughs> coming up at 34 after the hour, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. So yesterday, TMZ posted a story about T.I.'s wow. sister, Precious. Um, her, her full name is Precious Harris Chapman. They reported the medical examiner's official findings on the cause of her death. TMZ said they were wrong to do it. TMZ posted, T.I. and his family are hurt and furious, and they have a point. Precious was a vital member in her community throughout her life. She was a proud member of the Delta Sigma Theta sorority. She mentored children and young women in need over the years. She was an ambassador for Saving Our Daughters. She worked with Hosea Feed the Hungry, an organization that feeds the homeless and hungry in Atlanta. Precious also worked uh, alongside her brother T.I. in Atlanta for more than 10 years on humanitarian initiatives, philanthropic initiatives. Uh, Precious was not not a major uh, member of a T.I. show, but she would come in uh, on their reality show from time to time, and she wasn't in the spotlight as a celebrity. T.I. went on to say, uh, TMZ went on to say that we got this wrong and we regret posting the medical examiner's findings. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. Messed up, yeah, but the man. damage has been done it's already. Done. Yeah, it's yeah. done. Yeah, it's done. Yeah, it's done. Yeah. I saw when they posted the medical examiner's findings, and I thought that was horrible. You know, man. They um, took it down, though. Well, that's But, it. you know, man, we, we're in a society where people, um, it's really too bad, man. It, it's really, really too bad the way we treat each other now. Yeah. I mean, nobody cares about anybody anymore. It's a rush to get eyeballs on a site. It's I'll do anything to collect clicks and views so I can monetize it. That's what the world came down to. And it's a sad state, man. Because even in a family grieving over the loss of somebody, man, man, can we just be decent to them? Okay, I got you ain't going to be decent to the living. I'm not even asking you to. I think we're beyond that. Mm -hmm, But could we be at least decent to the deceased and respect the family who's grieving? You know, could we do that, man? That's not a a big request. Right. I got you going to dog the living. Do it. I got it. Okay, cool. But, man, I'm just, it's... It's a, it's a sad state and world we're in today, man. And I don't know if it's, you know what, aside from the T.I. story, you know, the, 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 the thing that they call black Twitter, that, that right there is a really, really uh, disturbing thing at times to me because, you know, when you call it black Twitter and you look at the amount of negativity that's on it, I mean, it's just, it's saddening. It really is because you would think as a people who have overcome so much and gone through so much that we would cheer for each other 
or that we would show a lot more kindness and remorse towards one another and sympathy. But no, no, man. That's 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 really that's really too bad, man. It's really really too bad. And uh, man, that's why prayer is essential. It's essential to your life because if you don't get coated and and protected with prayer, you you in some trouble, partner. You you're in trouble. There's a okay. lot going on in, mm-hmm. in, in this world. And it, the social media, folks commenting, just saying what they want to say. I mean, this story, of, like you said about T.I.'s sister, Precious, it was only a story because of who her brother is. Right. And because her brother. Right. That's that's the way they look at it. If you're connected yes. to somebody famous, yes. they destroy you. You don't even oh, have yes. to be famous. But, just connected absolutely. to person. And that's T.I.'s family's yeah. point. She wasn't mm-hmm. the celebrity. T.I. No. is the celebrity. Tiny. But they the news the don't care because they're always yeah. looking nah. for something. Right. See, but right. can this brother miss his sister, though? Yes. yes. Grieve his sister. Her can, can her, her children, can her sisters and brothers, can her parents... Yeah. Man, can they just? And it's still so man. soon, Steve. You're right. This has—it wasn't that long ago that she passed she away passed so away. suddenly. Right. So he's still grieving, I'm sure, right now, and the family is. So yeah, they—they were, they were out of line with that one. I'm glad yeah. they took it down. I'm glad they, you know, yeah, saw the, the error in their done. ways. Like we said, yeah. it's too late. It's yeah, too late. Right. But I'm at least they took—they had sense mm-hmm. enough to I take it down. I'm glad candy. they did that. All right, up next, uh, we're going to switch gears here. Uh, nephew's out today. Junior's in, though. Huh? We have a prank phone call right after this. Huh? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. Subject, Steph and KD get more attention than I do. Hmm. Right now, though, uh, nephew's out. <laughs> okay. I know. Had to let that one marinate for a yes. minute. Wow, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And like I was saying, nephew's out today, but Junior's in with today's prank phone call. What you got, Junior? You, you know, you know, Shirley. You mm. know, right now, this, this right here, this is something I thought of in my greatness. Uh, <laughs> I just want to let y'all know this here. This here on, boy. is doctors. Is that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, see, everybody need to go doctor. Yeah. But not like this. See, this is a little different. This here, doctor's business. <laughs> yeah. Who you animated? <laughs> you want Tommy or not? Hell yeah, I want Tommy. That's just like it. <laughs> you got it, man. What a cat. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach a, a Roger Belton, please. He's not here. May I take a message? Um, my name is, uh, uh Mark ma'am. I'm calling from the clinic sorry, from the, Dr. Robert Goodman. Turn that office. music down. Hold on, I'm sorry. Say that again. Okay, can you hear me? I can hear you now. I'm okay, sorry. I'm trying to reach Roger He's not here. Okay, I'm calling from, uh, from the clinic from Dr. Robert office and, uh-huh. um, trying to get some information to him. When will he, do you know when he'll actually be in? No, actually I don't. Um, is everything okay? Uh, well, you know, everything's fine. I mean, no, nothing that can't be handled. Uh, but, um, yes. we, we're trying to actually get some information to him so that uh-huh. uh, he can actually come back in for the results. Okay. Well, I don't I don't know when I can exp- – he's supposed to be here now. So I'm not sure when I can tell you he's going to be back. Okay. Who, but... who am I who, – I'm sorry. I, I didn't ask you earlier, man. Who am I actually speaking with? This is his girlfriend. Uh, and your name is? Jan. Jan? Okay. So, uh, Jan, you, don't, you say you don't know you – you don't have an idea when he'll be back. No. You, you're starting to make me kind of get a little concerned, though. No, no, no. Wow. Okay. I tell you what, this is the number that he actually left us to give him a call 
on his results, and we're not getting an answer. I don't have another number on hand. Do you have any a specific time I can actually call back and, and maybe I'll get him? I, again, I'm a. You, you're making my my stomach is getting nervous right now. What what is what is the problem? Well, actually, you know uh, what it is, ma'am, is, is Mr. Roger came in for uh, to take a few tests and he took some tests and we actually have the results in and we'd actually really like for him to come well, back. I don't know anything about. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I don't know anything about any tests. He he hasn't told me anything about going to a clinic or anything like that. I see. So what what kind of tests are you talking about? Well, I mean, uh, ma'am, I'm, I'm really not at liberty to give you any kind of information unless you're actually on the paperwork. So, I, you know, it's not even something that I can discuss unless the patient has signed off that uh, you are the next of kin or the person that can, we can well, actually give I'm, the information to. You, you do understand pretty, that, don't you? I, I do, and, I, and I'm pretty certain. I mean, the way we operate in this household, I'm pretty certain that, that I'm on the, the paperwork. So would you please go check? Uh, let me pull up Roger's stuff sure. and, on, on computer here, and I'll see what I – give me one second, please. Sure. Okay. Okay. Let's see. Now, let me scroll down for next of kin. Okay, I got a Janice That is me. I mean, everybody calls me Jan, but that's me, Janice Wow. Okay, what, Ms. Tell me your name again. I'm sorry. What's your name again? Mark. Mark. This is, like this I said, I'm the clerk here Mark. at Dr. Uh, Robert's office. I guess I am at liberty to tell you what's going on. Please do. Mr. Uh, Roger came in and took uh, some STD tests. STD? Yes. And, and I guess at this point I should just maybe both of you guys Ooh. should come in. And wait so a minute. We can treat wait a minute. What and everybody, and everybody minute, will be fine. No, 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 no. No. I need you to finish what you were just saying. Well, no, that's what I'm saying, man. What has happened is he's been diagnosed with um, as well as you got to be kidding me. You have got to be kidding me. Okay, just I'm not hearing this. I am not. Hang on a second. That means you you understand what that means? Do you understand that he lives in my household? Do you understand that that means that he has been dipping somewhere else? Because I have been not doing anything that would even come close to bringing something to him like that. So it's apparent that this man has been outside of my household and doing what he has no business doing and bring it back in. Ma'am, I'm not at at liberty to make any accusations like that. I cannot say anything like that. All I can say is... I'd like for both of you, you know, it'd be good for both of no. you guys to come in and no, get no, no, treated. No. Let me tell you, about let me, it is, this is something treatable. It is curable. Um, I don't you know, care because about it, it being treatable or curable. What I care about is the fact that he apparently has been somewhere with some trick and brought something back home to my household. That's what I care about. And I, I do understand that, Miss Janice. I do. But you have to understand my position and what I'm trying to do. I'm just trying to reach out and, and... Well, listen, you happen to call my household. You just happen to have to be on the end. You're on the other side of it. I'm sorry you're getting most of it. But I tell you what, what you need to do is you need to make him an appointment, and I will meet him there. Uh, he will be wait, 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 when he wait, sees wait. my uh, face. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm sorry? You need to make him an appointment to come out to take a look at these results you're talking about, and guess who will show up at the door before he gets there? Me. That's I think you it would be, do. I mean, since you're the Mexican, wouldn't it be better for you just to, Listen, to tell him what's going on since I've explained no, it to you? No, this is the plan. You need to give him, you need to give him a call. I'm going to give you a cell phone number. You yes, have a ma'am. pen. I, yes, I have a pen. Okay, I got it. Okay. You call him and set a 12 noon appointment. Trust me when I tell you, when he walks through that door and sees my face, he will know. Okay, okay, but Ms. Janet, I'm not trying to create chaos did in you, our clinic. That's, that's, not, that's not the purpose that's of the all call. I want to talk about the call is to, is to let Mr. Roger know that we need him to come actually into the building. I could give two about 
the call. All I know is you make that appointment. I will get there before he gets there, and it's on. I'm telling you, that's how it's going to roll. Do you um, understand me? And, and Ms. 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 Janice, I can't allow any chaos to be going on in the building. I cannot allow that. Let right me now, tell you you're, something. You're creating Let chaos. me tell you something. I don't care. I could care less about what you feel about it and what you can and can't do. I'm not interested. All I'm telling you is you call my household. I understand, but I call as looking for Mr. Rogers. Uh, uh, you called his soon to be wife. You know what? Correction, correction. Soon to not be wife. Okay, okay. I got one more thing I do need to tell you though, Miss Jane. You know what? I can't deal with another thing. I swear to God, don't tell me anything else. But I do have a one piece of information. I just made the appointment. That's all I care about. You made the appointment. I will make the appointment, but I need you to ask for somebody when you come to the clinic. I need you to ask for one person, and then they will take care of you. Who, who do I need to ask for? Okay, you need to ask for nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, because that's who I am. You just got pranked by your husband, Roger. <laughs> you, you know what? <laughs> oh, my. Tommy. <laughs> Tommy, 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 I listen to you every morning. I said, no. Oh, my goodness. I am so embarrassed. And wait till I see right. Tommy. Are you all right? Oh, my gosh. I am extreme. I am over. I'm done. I'm, I'm done. I can't believe you did that to me. Hey, I got, I got one more thing I got to ask you. Okay. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? The one I wake up to every morning, the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> Can I just say something? Can huh? I say something? Come on, Jay. Junior, you're so good at Tommy, you should get two checks today. You I should. should. Uh, I should. Because I just showed y'all no, how to do. You nailed it. You nailed it, man. Doctor's nailed it, man. business. <laughs> yeah. Everybody needs hey, to go Jay. <laughs> what you're not going to do is be in Tommy's booty. And Tommy's replacement <laughs> booty, too. You say he had too many. What? Wait, say that again, Steve. You're not going to be in Tommy's booty and then Tommy's replacement booty, too. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm here he to pump my man up. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? That's what I love about Tommy. Don't nobody do pranks like Tommy. I can't do it. No, I just imitate no. him best I can. But he do himself way better than I do. Mm-hmm. I just like when he come back. Huh? Huh? Cause he feel like we'll give him enough credit. Yeah. On the prank that he already do. He's he. You the best. We want you. I like when he sent. Oh, what you gonna say? Uh? What you gonna say? Uh? Come on. He was getting ready to say something. No, come on. Straight crazy. I, well, right? I, well, I want to hear thirty seconds. Huh? Come on. <laughs> the nephew. All right. Thank you, Junior. Uh, coming up next, it is the coming strawberry... to Brian's flea market. It is a strawberry letter. Subject: Steph and KD get more attention than I do. We'll get into the strawberry letter right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's strawberry letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, sex, work, parenting, and more, please submit your strawberry letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like this one right here, okay? All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's that time. It's time for the strawberry letter with my friend, Shirley Strawberry. Thank you, Junior. All right, subject, Steph and KD get more attention than I do. Dear Stephen Shirley, I've been seeing this amazing guy for a few months. We would go out three to four times a week, and I really like spending time with him. I have no children, but he has an eight-year-old son. 
Things were great between us until the NBA season started. He is a big basketball fan, and whenever <laughs> there's a game, we have to go to a bar with a lot of TVs so he won't miss it. I was okay with that at first because I still got to spend time with him. But lately, since school is out, he's been spending time with his son, and they enjoy watching the games together, so his son comes along on our dates to watch the game, too. More than a few times, we have made plans to go out and ended up staying home because we didn't leave before the game came on. He cannot miss a second of it. I invited him to a work event of mine one Friday evening, and he said he couldn't go because it would not be over before the game came on. I have even bought a ticket for myself to a home game just so I could go and be with him. I really hope this season ends soon because our relationship is on shaky ground. A couple of nights ago, we made plans to see each other after the game, but after his team lost, he said he was not in the mood for company. I went over anyway, and he was in a terrible mood and ended up falling asleep on the couch. He is saying that it's the NBA season that has him drained and acting crazy, and I hope that's all it is. It doesn't seem like he's seeing anyone else. What do you think? Am I really competing with Steph Curry and Kevin Durant for my man? Or is there something else going on? Please help. All right. I just don't understand why you would want to be with a guy who doesn't put you first. I mean, you say he's amazing. I don't think he's that amazing. I mean, I think he's quite childish, you know, if he can't put you first and, and um, you know, not watch games and, and make dates with you and it, it has to be centered around the game. His life is centered around a basketball game. Uh, I think he's selfish. You know, I, I definitely don't have a problem with him spending time with his son. I mean, that's what he should do as a father and you should be encouraged that he is in his son's life. I don't think if he makes a date with you, he should break it uh, or anything like that. And I think if you guys are um, trying to build something here, which it doesn't sound like you are, he should, you know, spend time outside of the house and outside of a, a sports bar watching the game. Go to some of your the events that you've invited him to. So it may not be another woman, but certainly you take um, second to the NBA. And if he told you not to come over there because he was in a bad mood and you went anyway and he's still in a bad mood, what does that tell you? I mean, you guys have only been uh, together a few months. This is not necessarily a relationship as you see, as you think it is. He, he's, uh, his girlfriend is the NBA. And uh, it looks like it's going to be that way for a while because he's really, really, really tied up in these games. And, um, you know, I mean, you've done all you can. You've gone to the games with him. You've even bought a ticket. So that means that means that um, he already had a ticket and he didn't invite you to the game. So is anything, you know, <laughs> clicking here? He likes the game, not you. Is he? What is he? Is he betting on these games? What is he doing? So, um, you know, I, I don't think this is the guy. Well, as a matter of fact, I know this isn't the guy for you because you're not first. The NBA is first. Now, if he could date the NBA, uh, uh, that would be, I'm telling you, you would be out the picture altogether. So you need to get another man because he, he's not the one for you. Steve? Wow. Let me start at the bottom of this letter. Am I really competing with Steph Curry and KD for my man or is there something else going on? There is nothing else going on. Your man 
is what's called a diehard <laughs> sports fan. Yeah. And it happens to be the damn NBA. Mm. Now, I can I was trying to do a timeline. Mm-hmm. See, this is how I know this is real. Now, this is what month is this? June? June, yeah. yeah. This is early I've June. been seeing this amazing guy for a few months. We would go out three, four times a week. I didn't really spend time with him. So you've been knowing him for a few months now. So I'm assuming you may have met him, let's say February, March. Basketball season is on, but it's all-star game around February, so it's half season. He's a big basketball fan, and whenever there's a game, we have to go to the bar with lots of TV so he don't miss it. Okay, cool. I was okay with that at first because you was because you was trying to get in. Mm-hmm. I still got to spend time with him, but lately, since school is out, he's been spending time with his son, and they enjoy watching the games together. So his son has come along on our dates to watch a game, too. I don't know how old his boy is, does it say? Yeah, he's eight years old, Steve. Eight years old. Uh-huh. Well, the boy just want to be with his daddy. Yeah. He's watching baseball and eating chicken wings, then cool. Watching basketball right. and eating chicken wings. Uh, more than a few times you've made plans and end up staying home because he didn't want to leave for the game. And then one time you had an event at work and he said he couldn't go to the event because it ain't over when the game come up. <laughs> <laughs> it's not what Shirley says. What? It's not that he's not putting you first. Mm. It's just that he's a diehard basketball fan. Mm. He is diehard mm. with them damn Warriors. And when I come back, I'll tell you how bad. All right, we'll have part two of Steve's response (laughs) coming up at 23 after the hour. Uh, Today's Strawberry Letter subject is Steph and KD get more attention than I do. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter uh, subject. Steph and KD get more attention than I do. The woman's dating a man who's a basketball fan. This is what this is. He is a diehard basketball fan. They've been dating a few months, and he's always been this way because every time y'all went somewhere and there was a game on, y'all had to go to a bar with a lot of TVs. You was knowing this, but you was trying to win with it. Well, now you in. You know, y'all done had your little moments together. Now, he is who he is. Now you want something else. That's what's happening here. But now school is out, and he's spending time with his son because school get out in May, June, something like that. So now he's spending time with his son, which is cool, and he's a great dad, so you can't knock that. They enjoy watching the games together. So his son has come along on our dates to watch a game too. Well, okay, he got his son. Now, you know the man had a little boy before he met you, so can't be nothing wrong with that. Uh, but he came on dates, too. But more than a few times, we made plans to go out, and he ended up staying home because he didn't want to leave before the game come up. Now, that right there, that's a lot. <laughs> Y'all can't go nowhere because the damn game going. Okay. On. See, let me tell you something. his girlfriend is on TV. Only thing worse <laughs> is he could be a basketball, I mean baseball fan. Because that season, 186 games. At least this one is 80-some games. 162 now, games. Basketball okay. season is a long season, ladies, so you in for it. Yeah. I really hope this season ends soon because our relationship is on shaky ground, too. 
Yeah, but, you know, it's more to it than that, though. Yeah, the season, then you got the playoffs and the finals and championship. (laughs) Because you're not the only one. I don't want you to feel bad, see, because Golden State wants this to be over with, too. (laughs) (laughs) She's not the only one. (laughs) Because trust me, they ain't real happy right now with the way everything going. (laughs) Yeah. But just hang in there, because the way them boys in Toronto's is playing, you're going to have them all to yourself in a little while. In just a short period. Toronto's is warming that booty right now. You say Toronto's? Toronto's. Toronto's. Yeah, man, you just going to hang on in there, little lady, because it's about to turn all back around for you. Now, when he told you he was... He wanted to go out, but then when they lost, he was depressed, and you went over there anyway. Uh-huh. And you sitting on the couch. He he really is depressed. Mm-hmm. See, I used to be that type of dude with the, when yeah. the Browns lost. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I would go through it, and then I caught hold of myself and went, "Why are you upset with these people losing these games when clearly they it's okay?" Shaq mm-hmm. said it best when you he was up at the station one day. When we lose, we get in our phantoms and we drive to our mansion. Our mansion. <laughs> Uh He's a diehard fan. I would not leave this man because he's a diehard fan. He takes care of his son. He obviously spends time with you. But see, your problem is you you was going along with all this sports bar going and everything. Mm -hmm. You saw what was happening early on, but you just played it off because you ain't had nobody. Well, now you got somebody and you want somebody to change. (laughs) And I don't think he is. Well, Steve... In the second line of the letter, she says we would go out three to four times a week. She really liked spending time with him. Then she says things were great between us until the NBA season started. So they were going out three to four times a week without basketball. Then when basketball started, that's when things yeah, got but crazy. basketball starts in October. Yeah. This is June. Yeah. Right. The problem started when the NBA season started. Well, like I said, it's a great thing that she is not a, a major league baseball <laughs> man. Man. Listen to me. It's going to be okay. You just got a man that loves yeah. sports. Now, what you're going to have to do is get him to make a couple of compromises. Yes. Look, oh, if we're going to have a relationship, you know, you can't make every game. He's not trying to hear that. He's depressed. Well, I'm just telling you. <laughs> I'm just telling you, you know, we're going to have to do something. And he will do it if he cares about you. But you can't be so demanding that you ask this man to give up his love of the game because he's not going to do that. He says that the NBA season, that's what has him drained and acting crazy. <laughs> it ain't her. The fans like, it it, like they're playing. It, oh, wait, say what, Shirley? <laughs> he says. Oh, he, he's saying that it's the NBA season. season. That has him drained and and acting crazy. crazy. And I hope that's all it is. That really probably, that's all it is. Uh I'm telling you, he's a diehard. Look at Drake. Look at Drake. He's he's diehard. He's diehard. Yes, Yes, Steve. But but we didn't, have we seen Drake all season or just for the playoffs? Well, yeah. Oh, no, he's been all season because this this is the first for Toronto. Yeah. 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 First time they're going to find him. So what if Drake was your man? Would you deal with it? Hell yeah. Well, it's right Dra- now that changes the dynamic for sure. Yeah. Drake's sitting courtside. Yeah, right. It's different if you're in the rap. If he's at well, home. If, if, if Drake, your man, you got better seats. So. Right. <laughs> and if he's at home on the couch, it's a fabulous, beautiful yeah, couch in a mansion. Right. <laughs> All right, listen. 
You can post your yes, yes. You can post your thoughts on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM, or you can check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Uh, now, coming up at 46 after the hour, we're going to read an email from yesterday's Strawberry Letter, Steve, keeping it all in the family. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, Steve, here's an email from yesterday's Strawberry Letter. Remember this one, keeping it all in the family? Uh-huh. Dear Mr. Harvey, let me first say I am one of your biggest fans, and okay, biggest okay. is in all caps. Okay, okay, here come the hate. Uh-uh, uh-uh, listen. No, no hate at all. I listen to your show, I watch you on TV, and online every day. Now, that's a big fan right there. And, and you're going to love this line. I think you and your wife are so fly. Anyway, I am writing in regards to the strawberry letter that aired about a young woman who has two children by her sister's husband. Let me first say, I agree with all of you that sister is just straight trifling and by no means is her behavior excusable. Yes, How, she was trifling. Yes, yes. she was beyond. She, she yes. I mean, really. However, as a 34-year-old woman living in L.A., dating isn't easy. Living here long enough, you're bound to find out that a decent guy has either dated someone you know or someone you know of. So my question to you and the crew is, at what point is a guy who's dated someone you know no longer off limits? Great question. Well, this all depends on this. Wait, you hear Carla. (laughs) This all depends on your relationship yeah, with the too. girl Thank you me. know. That's right. right. That's right. That, that's right, Steve. Uh, I, I believe that that's really a major part of it. Yeah. Because if the girl you know are supposed to be friends, mm-hmm. then if you start dating somebody she had, first thing she going to do, well, well, how long you been looking upside his head? Mm-hmm. Maybe you the reason we couldn't really get to where we needed to be. Maybe you was a distraction then. Wow. That's the first thing I think they're going to say. Mm-hmm. But I just know that I, it's it's a very uncool practice to make, but it does all depend. Now, if you just know this girl, I'll give you an example. Let's say you just know the girl. She works in another department. You passed and spoke to her, something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, different. Right. Yeah. It That's is. Not They're friend. not but friends. if you yeah. know, Shirley and Carla and Monica can't do that. No, sir. Mm-hmm. And it's a thing called girl code. It's that unspoken girl code thing right. that we don't do that as women. Now, see, you I know? don't know the girl code. Well, I you mean, you have, it. yeah, because you're not a girl, and 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 you're and guys don't do it. You guys no. don't date each no, other. No, men don't do it. Yeah, no, I break up with yeah, somebody and I hate her. All my friends supposed to hate her. Right, exactly. <laughs> uh, but Jay, that, you gotta tell the truth, Jay, Jay. That day, that Jay, very same day. Once I start hating her, all my friends got to hate her ass too. Okay, <laughs> don't call over there checking on her. <laughs> All right, this 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 letter was signed uh, from Bonnie looking for her Clyde, by the way. And coming up at the top of the hour, Steve is going to tell you about the season premiere of what? Family Feud Celebrity Edition. That's right, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so Steve, are you excited? This Sunday is the season premiere of Celebrity Family Feud uh, on ABC. The celebrity families are, this has got to be great. Chrissy Teigen wow. and John Legend. Wow. I love them two together. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lisa Vanderpump Rules, 
Terry Crews family. So, Steve, tell us about it. What can you tell us about this season? Well, it's going to be really good. Uh-huh. They got some great celebrities. There's a big promo out right now about Chrissy Teigen. Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, I uh-huh. Flipping it over, you know. Um, so I think it's going to be some interesting stuff this mm-hmm. year. I mean, you know, it starts now. Uh, I'm usually on vacation by the time it comes on air. This is the first time I'm not on vacation when it airs. Oh, so wow. this ought to be interesting. So you'll get a chance to see it. I saw the promo uh, with um, Tracy not. Ellis Ross on on uh, Anthony Anderson's back. Yeah. <laughs> Going against yeah. the other family, oh. the Modern Family. Yeah, or the oh, Goldbergs yeah. or Goldberg. something. Yeah, yeah, the Goldbergs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks yeah. great, Steve. It really does. Uh, Celebrity Family Feud will be this Sunday night, 8 p.m. 7 Central. That's big, boy. Yeah. That's big, Wait uh, a minute. That's big. I saw, wait a minute, Steve. So I saw Terry Crews. I saw a promo of you talking to Terry Crews, and he was popping his chest, pecs on his chest. Yeah, probably. And then his (laughs) wife, Rebecca. Oh, yeah. She she did it too. (laughs) What? That's crazy. He taught her how to do it. Oh, wow. Oh, that's crazy. Yes, Steve. Do you remember that? Yeah. yeah, I'm doing it now. Well, you know, I ain't mad. If I could do that, I'd do that all day long without a shirt on. But all what, day. But you know what? That's the only why men hate Terry Crews. Because we can't do that. He can make his pecs jump. Yeah. That's funny. He's a nice guy, but I got bad yeah, in front of me nice at the Neighborhood Award. Yeah. So, Steve, I know you were clowning as host, though. I know you were this season. You got wild, didn't Ain't you? no doubt about uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Rare form. Yes. Join us uh-huh. this Sunday. Yep. Yeah. This Sunday night, 8 p.m. 7 Central right. on ABC, Celebrity yeah. Family Feud. I love it. I love it. I love when they introduce Steve, and he comes out there. Steve, you so smooth, Blue Cheese. I know. Cheese. Blue Woo. Cheese all the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll be like, this my boss. I know. Blair. Hey, Steve, I wanted to ask you, do you miss your beard? Sometimes, uh-huh. but not really. Okay. I've had the mustache so long. Sometimes I miss it because I like the uh, the freedom. Not having to shave, but you had to keep it lined up pretty good. Yeah. And you got to keep it trimmed down for me for it to look right. But, mm-hmm. Well, uh, you're going to miss that mustache when I get the other half. That's the damn shit. <laughs> what, Jay? That probably you're going to miss that mustache. Yeah, you said it. You said it, man. That, what are you talking no, about? No, I didn't say that. You said he would give me half of the mustache. Now he don't go back on his word. Why do you need half of Steve's mustache? Because I'm I'm losing my hair. Because? Of oh. leukemia. And a friend would do that for another friend. Oh. Damn. Well, he's got yeah. a point there, Steve. He's got a point there. Well, maybe we ain't as close as you thought. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't mustache close. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Steve, I know you'll help out Comedy a friend. Clothes. I'm not even worried about Steve. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. mm-hmm. Steve be talking all that noise. He's so giving. I know. <laughs> and, and, he's, and he cares if you're in the hospital. He's going to yeah. pray for you. He's going to yeah. call you. He may not talk yeah. long. Like no, no. I say, I'm, I'm a guy giving mustache clippings. Yeah. <laughs> no, he going to call you, but he ain't going to talk. He'll send you flowers, all of that, but yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Once he hear what condition you're in, he going to hang uh-huh. up. I know this for sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. What happened with you, Junior? I was in the hospital. Uncle Steve called me. I said, hello. Oh, damn. Uh, God bless. Bye. <laughs> that was it. He don't do visitations that well was at that? all, man. No, he doesn't. Uh-uh. He don't uh, do all that's that. Why, that's why I can't be a pastor. That's why what, Steve? That's why I can't be a pastor. I'm no. not going to be able to do the sick and shut in this. 
But it was the greatest laugh I had in the hospital. <laughs> and you always said you couldn't give a, you couldn't be a caregiver, home caregiver. Oh no. Uh uh-uh. uh. No. Oh, no. 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 Cause he doesn't want to wash. Attitude? Yeah. <laughs> His sensitivity level is very, yeah. uh, no. very All right, coming up, more music, more fun, more ignorance on the Steve Harvey Morning Show at 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. As Democrats debated in a meeting on Tuesday night whether they should start impeachment proceedings against Donald Trump, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi told Democratic leaders she'd like to see Trump in prison. <laughs> wow, is, Go that, ahead, is that a 180 what? for Nancy Pelosi? <laughs> I'm that, talking about in that, two days. Yeah, is that a 180 Man. for her? <laughs> Went from let's see oh, no. <laughs> in prison. Yeah. <laughs> they two words from playing the dozens with each other, man. They really are, man. They yeah. Yeah. Uh, it happened as House Judiciary Chairman Jerry Nadler pushed Pelosi to greenlight his committee to start an impeachment inquiry uh, against the president. Nancy Pelosi wouldn't change her mind and re- responded to Nadler's request by saying, according to multiple sources familiar with the situation, I don't want to see him impeached. I want to see him in prison. God. Come on, Nancy. Bam. This is a boss, <laughs> now, now, you remember, Carla, a couple months yeah. ago, it was, let's yeah. just see. Let's wait. Yeah. That's right, Jimmy. Yeah. Let's yeah. take see. it uh-huh. slow. Let's, let's get take it fast. slow. Yeah. In a day. Yeah. Well, she's looking through history, History, what happened with Nixon and what happened with Clinton. Clinton mm-hmm. especially. He became more popular and won another term. So. Yeah. I think she's playing it right. Yeah, she knows what she's doing. She's a, she's yeah. a politician for and sure. She's way smarter than Trump. That's for damn sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's too much. It is. You know, I was actually like Shirley. I was going to take three months off from listening to the news. Uh-huh. Yeah. Just give myself a break from it. Everybody it. lies so much. Yeah, you need a break. Yeah. Um, all right, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Uh, some trending news coming up at 33 after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, guys, today would have been Prince's 61st birthday. So I got to ask you, Steve. Yeah, yeah, 61st, right? He's been gone for, what, three years now. And um, today would have been a 61st. So I got to ask you, Steve, and I I think I know the answer to this already. But what's your favorite uh, Prince song? And what's your. Yeah, I knew that. And, And have you seen him in concert? Yeah. yeah. What? What was your favorite memory? <laughs> Man, I got to sit up. What? I seen him in concert. Shirley, that's all I did. Don't I went to concert. Yeah. Oh, I got famous. I went I to concert. I know. So tell us about your, because uh, you know oh, wait, you always wait, wait, wait. Have... I'm going to tell you a great one. Mm-hmm. This is the greatest press story I got. I was backstage at the Apollo Theater. They, was doing, they were doing a tribute to Patti LaBelle. Uh-huh. So Mariah Carey was next. This is a really cool moment with Mariah Carey. Mm -hmm. So Mariah Carey's about to go up. There's a rumble at the back door of the Apollo. I'm standing in the hallway. I'm at the podium looking at the monitors. Very cramped back there. All of a sudden, Prince walks in. And everybody's backstage just, oh my God, Prince is here. This is the Apollo Theater in Harlem, man. He said, where's my man? He said, Steve, what's happening? He said, I want to go and surprise Patty. Now, keep in mind, Mariah Carey's next. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he said, but I only got a few minutes, man. I just want to do something, man. What you think I ought to do? Because mm-hmm. we had done a couple things before in the past. Mariah Carey said, oh, my God. <laughs> Prince. It's Prince. Prince going to go in front of me. Oh, Lord, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. 
Somebody go give me some more hair. <laughs> And, and, give, and give me some glitter. Get some more glitter. I need some more glitter and some more hair. She was funny, man. And then I told Prince, I said, Prince, this is what y'all do, man. Before I bring out the next act, mm-hmm. I'm going to walk off stage. I want you to walk out on the black stage. He had on high heel shoes, some yellow pants. Uh-huh. But he had a cane because his hemp, was, hemp yeah. was going bad. Yeah. He walked out in the middle of that stage in the pitch black. People started, they just kind of knew it was him. He wasn't scheduled to be on the show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was a surprise, but his silhouette is so unique. Yeah. The crowd started going, hell no, that Prince. <laughs> the lights came up. He spun, popped his cane on the ground, spun and caught it in the air. I said, I'll be damned. That's the Prince. <laughs> the crowd went wild. <laughs> Again, happy birthday to one of the greatest artists who ever lived. Prince would have been 61 today. All right, we'll be back with our final break of the day and of the week and some closing remarks from our fearless leader, the one and only Steve Harvey, right after this. Yeah. 49 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are, last break of the day, last break of the week, and then uh, we'll get ready to uh, hear some closing remarks from Steve. But first, Jay... You have a birthday shout-out? Happy belated birthday to my one and only son, Terrell, the one that I know about. None have come up lately so far, so I'm going to go with him. Happy birthday, son. I love you. Nobody has taken me to court, so happy birthday, son. I love you. Uh, Happy birthday, Terrell. Terrell. The DNA test said you are the father, Jay. You are the father. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's great. (laughs) <laughs> Love that. All right, Shirley, you got something going on this weekend in Atlanta. Community service giving back uh, to domestic violence survivors. What you got going on, dear? Yeah, well, I'm going to be this. Thank you, Carl. I'm going to be the special guest at the 10th anniversary of the Alma G. Davis Foundation. Uh, as I've mentioned before, I'm on the board of this fabulous foundation. Uh, every year, uh, Alma gives a dinner for divas. These are uh survivors of domestic violence and she honors the survivors of domestic violence with a beautiful dinner just for them, treating them special for this one night and uh, it's beautiful. It's going to be this Saturday at the Georgia Aquarium in Atlanta. If you need oh, some more man. information uh, yeah, about the Alma G. Nice it is. It's so beautiful there. For more information, you can go to the Alma G. Davis Foundation.org slash events and um, please uh, join us and get involved. You know, like I said yesterday, it's not a pretty subject. It's not a sexy subject, but it, it is a very important subject. Uh, domestic violence is the leading cause of injury to women between the ages of 15 and 44 in the U.S., more than car accidents, more than rapes, muggings combined. So, again, you can go for more information to the Alma G. Davis Foundation.org. And I'll see you Saturday in Atlanta. Well, all mm-hmm. right. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, guys. All right, Steve. My closing remarks are going to be rather brief today, but I just want to encourage people. Uh, I want to talk to you for a second about adversity. And adversity is really a part of life, everybody. Adversity is part of everybody's life and existence. There isn't a person that doesn't face, isn't faced with adversity on a regular basis. It happens on a regular basis. But there's different levels to adversity. There's low level, high level, intense level, doable level, unthinkable levels. It's all types of levels of adversity. Just depends on the person that it's being uh, set on. 
Now, when you have adversity, I just want to talk to you about how you handle it. Because what I see happen too many times is that in the face of adversity, people lose faith. To lose faith is to lose hope. To lose hope is the beginning of the end. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. That's what the scripture says. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. So my interpretation of that, and I could be wrong. You could ask ministers. They probably do a better job of this. Just what I always thought that meant was that faith is the substance of things hoped for. And you end up hoping hard enough. And if you hope hard enough, it turns into faith. So when you hear people say, keep hope alive, remember when Jesse Jackson gave that big speech, just keep hope alive? That's what he was saying, because hope is the essence of faith. But what happens is people are losing faith in the face of adversity. And you've got to be careful because adversity is set upon you to teach you lessons, is to grow you, is to strengthen you, is to warn you, is to give you a heads up is to make your game tighter. Adversity is not to stop you. Adversity is, you should look at it as ways of teaching yourself something. Adversity strengthens you. It it makes you become more experienced. So adversity is not a bad thing. You just gotta quit looking at, oh my God, I'm so sick of stuff happening to me. This is called life. Life is gonna keep coming whether you want it to or not, it's just life. Man, don't don't get upset because you're having setbacks and challenges. You know, get a relationship with God and face him with a smile on your face and going about your business. Because, man, you got to remember, like I've been saying a lot lately, that the devil's job is to rob you of your destiny. So what I'm saying to you is you cannot, you cannot let this devil start making you lose hope or lose faith, or take these moments of adversity and make them into monumentous, unaccomplishable things because they aren't. You can get past anything. As a matter of fact, God don't put more on you than you can bear. As tough as it may seem at times, as unbearable as it is, if you think of all the rough days you've ever had in the past, let me share this with you again. All the rough days you've had in your past, your track record for surviving rough days, is 100%. You've gotten through them and you'll get through the new ones. Adversity gives you strength. It teaches you lessons. It makes you experienced. Stop losing faith in the face of adversity. See y'all next week. Who Let's drop have it? Just great. Oh, wow. Have a great week. I love it. Yeah. Man, Unc, you know something. Yeah, that's when you exercise what? your faith. In adversity. My man. During the time of adversity. My mustache buddy. Right. Thank you, man. That was <laughs> yeah. great, You're man. You're so right. That was greatness, Steve. Yeah. Hey, Jay. Yeah, man. You got to pray for something else other than my <laughs> 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 Adversity, Steve. Adversity. Yeah, pray for that. Well, I love this show. Pray that, pray that your faith gets stronger. <laughs> Jay, you know how them people be helping people with cancer? They cut all uh, their hair off and send it mm, to them. You ain't doing let's that. Get, let's get somebody that's been using it for hair. <laughs> And just pick up some of it off the floor and get yourself a mustache. (laughs) You just need a little sandwich bag of it. Oh, Oh, man. My hair is blue now. That won't count, huh?
I'll rock a blue mustache. That's stupid, hell. We out. Mm. Keep it pimping. Hey, have a great weekend. <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 